what you're saying. Yes. You can't get out. We're stuck here. Yes. For 12 months. That's right. 12 months? 52 weeks. Yes. 385 days? Yes. 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 So what you're really trying to say is... Excuse me, miss. Are you tired? I beg your pardon? Are you tired? No, why? Because you've been running through my mind all day? <laughs> Warning. Detonation in five, four, three, two, one. Destruct sequence deactivated. When architecture is used as metaphor to help grow the environmentalist movement, we call on one man who can best represent the everyman. A man who can become the lone champion for the earth. Only he can make our mistakes right. Only he and a bedreaded Stephen Baldwin can save our fragile ecosystem. He is Polly Shore. If you had said to yourself, there's one hour, 34 minutes, I won't get back, you're watching Biodome. And now, your hosts, Vince Scalia, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington, try to tear down what Hollywood has built up. It's Stark Attacks. So where are we going to start with this Start, I know. Okay. Guys, hi. It's Stark Attacks, and it's me, Roberta Pennington, coming from uh, Jeff Walensky's basement in Portland, Oregon. We live a glamorous life, for sure. Um, so just to go around the room, we're going to introduce ourselves, a little, little, little background, just so that you know why it is we're fetching about what we fetch about. Again, Roberta Pennington. I'm a commercial interior designer, and I've been doing this for 17 years. Oh, boy. My name is Vince Scalia. Uh, I am a professional interior designer. I've been doing it a little bit longer than Roberta, but uh, I still kind of like it. Jeffrey Walensky, uh, filmmaker, musician, currently unemployed architectu architectural worker. Uh, life has been treating me well. Hi, I'm Andrew Rosengarten. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> Hi guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, I'm a commercial real estate broker. I've been doing it for 11 years. Oh, boy. Yeah. That sounds really glamorous. I it's know. Glamorous. Let me tell I you. know. It's fun. Well, and I was totally stoked when you said you'd be on the podcast because we're mostly, we've mostly had architects so far. And then, like, mm -hmm. you get, you know, bitchy interior designers and then project admins who, uh, you know, have a different perspective from architecture. And I love having your perspective because you are on like the client end you're on the receiving end of yeah. the services that sounds really disgusting and very uh, oh my who would be the client in biodome <laughs> is this a government contract <laughs> is this uh leaky oh yeah, yeah. Leaky. oh that's right, right. Yeah. oh shit yeah leaky oh man i i first i mean i gotta like make andrew feel really good about himself again so you're from you're from kentucky say the name of the town because it's always in controversy Louisville. 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 Born and raised. Yep, yep. Now here. I have no comment. I don't know. <laughs> Nothing not to say about Louisville. much to talk about. And then you said Portland. With Boom. Louisville. In Portland. Here I am. Boom. Mm -hmm. Portland's the place. Great. Guys, are you ready to talk about this movie? Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. I am. Yes. So we watched, yes, I am. We watched Biodome, 1996. By Jason Bloom, and I, I was watching this movie late at night or early in the morning, I guess, <clears throat> and the opening credits began. Seizure inducing. This, <laughs> immediately, this movie was confusing 
and annoying. And annoying. It's like, just the opening di- t- credit sequence is just like, what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? And like, <laughs> good. I Polly Shore wasn't even on the screen and I was already angry. Yeah, it's vi- like, <laughs> very annoying. And granted, you know, in college, so I was in college when this movie came out. And before that, there was Encino Man, there was mm-hmm. In the Army, there was Son-in-Law. And my roommate, Amy Coons, love her to death, was so in love with Polly Shore of Encino Man because she liked Polly Shore and she loved Brendan she, Fraser. She loved the weasel? She loved The wheeze. The wheeze? She, she liked the weasel. So I always have like a little, oh, no, no mouth sounds. No mouth sounds. <laughs> That's a no mouth sound policy on this one. How can you not have mouth sounds when talking about the weasel? <laughs> oh my God. So she was like really, really into Polly Shore. So every time, you know, I get a little soft spot, I'm like, I can do this. I can do this. I can watch this movie. I'm going to watch the movie. And I, oh God. It was it was immediately annoying and confusing from the credit sequence. And then when it starts with them in the house with uh, Stephen Baldwin getting hit with a book, I didn't understand what was happening. It was moving so fast and jumble. I was, what is going on? What are they talking about? I don't know. Those two had, I was complete. I was utterly confused. Those two had zero... I uh, zero redeeming qualities of any. They were they were losers and assholes at the same time. <laughs> they like they were all they were trying to do was get out of stuff and sit on the couch and be do disgusting. Something? They didn't want to go to Earth Day with their girlfriends, right? I mean, that's what we end up finding out. Yeah, that's they're, basically they're girlfriends it. who want to be environmentalists, which to them, to them. It just means picking up cans at kegger parties, basically. I mean, the... The women in this movie make me so mad! What, the the 90s style or just... No, I was down down with the 90s style, but... Damn it! It's like... No. I think the the female no. the female race no. was very insulted. This with movie. This movie. <laughs> they were pretty fucking stupid. It was All I could think every time that the girlfriend showed up, Joey Abrams, is that her name? Joey Lauren Lauren Joey, Adams. Yeah, Lori Lauren Adams. Joey Lauren yeah. Adams. Okay, so jo- yeah. Joey shows up. Okay, her name's we'll call her Monique. I'm sure she Momo. you know, sometimes you you have to take the job even though you don't necessarily want the job. You just need the money. You know that it's going to make some kind of press, so you do it. So I'll I'll give her that. So I will call her by her character name. Please. But motherfuck, every time that woman shows up, she's got a half shirt and she's like, "You guys." her her subtext to the whole movie is cuz girls. Oh my god. No, that is not your subtext. Yeah, it was like she's try- trying to wear like these sexy shirts and stuff like that. But on top of it, she was so flat. The twenty-two year old really even in the nineties not wear bras because I don't think she wore to. a bra. So it well, you know, the nineties the it was movie. you know a lot of it looked like shoulder flannel. blades. It was yeah. you know the that you don't have to shave your armpits. But then there was like the other part of the culture. There was like the but, but the these ecstasy girls weren't that like the kids the call hippie, Molly now. These these weren't like hippie Mm-mm. chick girls. They were like Valley. fashionable gals. Yes. Except girls. except then in it's Tucson. like oh we're gonna we're gonna do Earth Day 
thing. It just they didn't. It, We're gonna they pick didn't up some aluminum cans. Right. It was so rushed. It was just I didn't like I said. I was just confused on what was going on. They shot this thing in about three days. Right? <laughs> I mean, there was After, no production time. They, no production time. It looks like they put no time into this, but they spent fifteen million dollars on this. Movie. Shut up. Yeah, but fifteen mil. That's just. Polly Shore. That was I Polly Shore. He showed up and said, like, "I'm going to need ten million dollars, or I'm not showing up for this thing." Oh my God. Oh Jesus. So it starts off with them, so it starts off with them doing a little wacky routine, trying to get out of Earth Day. Cause girls. And they're uh, you could tell like Polly Shore and uh, Stephen Baldwin were like they worked on these scenes. You could tell like they were throughout this whole movie, they always had their bits. It didn't feel they like it. They had their little and bits, the, and, and the, the timing was down though. I, I, they, the, the comedic timing was good. They, they, I mean, they worked on them, and they <laughs> keep selling it. They, 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 yeah, I don't know how you're gonna sell it. Maybe, I mean, maybe the, it was like the a bits weren't good, thing, but the timing was pretty for good. Six months prior to shooting, so <laughs> I know, they, they were really, just like, "This is gonna be like Rosencrantz and Gildenstern." <laughs> I tell you what, we're but. gonna we'll get an apartment in the valley, and we'll just live together. We're just gonna <gasps> occupy these characters. Bro. Dude, it's going And if the bit's failing, just throw in some loud music and some sound effects. Yeah. Gold. And do like a little air guitar or something. God, it was just. Totally. Bro. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Bro. Dude. So they get out out of Earth Day uh, thing with their girlfriends. And then they get in this car. Where where were they going? Suddenly they're in a car and they're, they're like. Getting pretty to close the, together. The right. girls called them once the girls figured out that they pulled, you know, a prank. Uh-huh. The girls called them, the guys, and said, "We met some other guys. We're going to party with them at Vasquez Lake to oh. fool them." Remember? Oh. But Vasquez Lake <laughs> doesn't exist lake. anymore. It's not a lake. Oh. Right. Oh, and that was like the oh, waste right. environment. Yeah, yep. so the guys go out to Vasquez Lake, realize they've been duped. Oh. You know, got a taste of their own medicine. Thank God ah. you're here. See, this, these girls are pretty smart. I <laughs> mean, smart. Momo, Momo and Jen were, <laughs> Momo they were thinkers. And, and then on the way back, these two who have no problem <laughs> throwing cherry bombs and... Yeah, and, you're smoking a cigarette. And cherry Big bomb comes and out the window, can't pull over and take a leak on the side of the road. They got us like, I've got to go inside yeah, to pee. To a mall. They blew up a bunny. They blew up a, a robot. I told you they're assholes. That was they accidental. Are... Accidental. That's right. It was. It, <laughs> it was just not intended. That. Yeah, that was, right. That was... So they're guys who will more than happy to smack themselves in the head with a book. Right. But won't take a piddle out. And they'll eat each other's pee. toes. Right. They're eating each other's <sighs> toenails. But he can't pull over and pee. I. Yeah, Jeff, I peed in your backyard earlier. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's, that, don't totally. worry, we have about You've fifteen been people talking about peeing. sword fighting and crossing the streams. It would be bad. <laughs> crossing the streams. I bet. Bad. I bet they sword fight. I bet oh, Polly Shore and Sue Marlin sword fight. They were this. This brings up. Oh my god! What's going on between them? And is Polly Shore by in this movie yes. or in real life? I don't yes. know in this movie, but yes. wow! Yes. I. As much as I hate these two, I'd like to know a little more about their background. Yeah, like, like what? what is the income stream? You know, are they what on some kind of assistance? What's their, what's their, what's their, their pre-cum stream? You know, there's a lot that we can ask about these <laughs> these two guys. I don't know. They were, they were pretty close. It was, it, was un, it was, like, weird. Everything. Above. It wasn't, like, explained. But, and they were always touching and, like, yeah. together. And, like, I, They're bros. No, do you guys do that with your best friends where you're just like constantly hanging on them and like touching their dick? No. And (laughs) not anymore. Not since the frat house. (laughs) Well, even when you were younger, did you like 
A little bit. I mean, you know, it's junior college. A lot of stuff happens in junior college. <laughs> Arizona junior Tech. College. What happens in what happens at Arizona Tech stays at Arizona Tech. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> so they so they end up at this the the biodome because they have to because they think uh, it's a mall. Because it's a mall. The one has to. Well, they think it's a mall, right? It's right. Mall. Okay. They think it's a mall. And then they they use their firecrackers to create a diversion. Right. Because this hundred million dollar project has one security guard. Right. One security guard. One entry. One, one entry. security guard. From behind. Um, $100 million investment. Yes, from Henry Gibson and his wig. Now, Henry Gibson in this movie, the guy who's the oh, fundraiser, he him. is awesome. He was great. He's I awesome. I love yeah. that guy. And it's just like, you see, he, if they're on set and they and you see Henry Gibson, this comedic legend guy, watching Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin do their bit, was like, was he just sitting there going, oh, my God. What crying have he on the inside done? for sure. Because oh my god, yes. yes. But he's great, anyways. Yeah, Henry Gibson's great. But was, they get in. It was also revealed that Henry Gibson might have been gay or bi in the movie. What, what? Remember when when they're doing Ooh, their one nine hundred yes. sex line bit? I and, was, and he gets turned on. And he does. He, he gets turned cigarette. on. Yeah, he puts the cigarette in his mouth like yeah. he's just like, oh god, that was amazing. Yeah. So, so that's that, true. So that's why it was called. So it was Biodome. a progressive movie back in the day. No wonder it's called Bye. <gasps> there Whoa. it is. We just cracked the code. Oh my god! Bye. You found the redeeming value of yeah. this movie. That's it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Not not for bio, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a double entendre. They put the they put the buy in bio dog. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so they yeah so they get into this what they think is a mall, a but mall. it's a hundred million dollar right thing now. To me, this looked like like a part office building like ah, where they were filming. So I, too, was having that? trouble. I, don't know where, like, I kept drawing schematics of yeah. trying to understand the layout of the biodome, and I ended up going to the uh, movie com or something like that, and they it's like a water treatment plant. It's the actual biosphere, Biosphere 2, which is this movie was like a parody of that whole experiment that happened in the 90s. And then the other bit was okay. like some high school in Valencia. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, but it was like a random water treatment plant. It, I was I, I was confused right. about the whole set of the biodome. Oh my god! Ooh. I ugh. so it's due for What's a reboot it? then, and we can use Portland water treatment plant. <laughs> and, and no birds can shit in it because then that'll tamper the water, just like right. the shore pissing. Right. Well, oh, no, no, that was Stephen Baldwin. It was Stephen yeah. Baldwin peeing, and it was a toxin. It was considered a toxin. Toxin. Homeostasis so, went down uh, like ninety <laughs> basis points. There you go. Homeostasis. You said it there again. Homeostasis. Oh my god. So, so they they get into this biodome because there's only one guard, and they distract the guard. They get into this what looks like an office slash I don't know what this thing is, and then they get closed in. Right. And then they're like stuck, and it just seems like this hundred million dollar thing. Open up the door. No, okay, so you're gonna be living with us for but, a year. Right, but well, it just I seems mean, so it's, rushed. It's I, stupid. Uh, it's stupid it on every level because it's like, okay, these two losers got trapped in here. We've only had the door closed for fifteen minutes. Open it up. And start the clock 15 minutes yeah. late. Faulkner, it, Faulkner's argument was, it's got to be a year time mm-hmm. before you open the door. Why couldn't they just left and then start the yeah, clock over? Kick, 
Right. Or, yeah. No, that's it. And right. then we don't have to yeah. kill him. Because Literally. That's why I, I think his wig was on too tight and he wasn't thinking logically. That was what a was great with, mullet. Yeah, what was <laughs> with William Atherton's wig? Oh, man. That was just bizarre. Like, there was no there was no need for it. There what? was, like, no need for it. And then, like, he, he gets stuck in there and he becomes, like, a recluse. And he gets all crazy uh, later on. But there was just, like, it was just weird. Why did he have a mullet wig? I felt like that was 96. Didn't people have mullets back in 96? He, yeah, yeah it, was, were, it was like a Siegfried and Roy kind of yeah, yeah. level. Yeah. Did, you say of, did I? <laughs> <laughs> well, he, you know, he got all buffed Siegfried up for the role. Uh, <laughs> but William Atherton, the great, the great asshole of movies totally. of the eighties. Uh, what uh, Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. Real genius. Oh, yes. Die Hard. Uh, and these two and assholes now, made him look like a not too bad guy in the beginning. Pretty easy breezy. Yeah, and then he did, then he just kind of went crazy. Great, the yeah. they drove him crazy. Yeah, I was expecting a, a bit more asshole from him. Yeah, me too. But he he was pretty reserved. He was he was, he was playing it real cool until he ate the parrot, and then he kind of kind of went. He had a god complex, literally. Yeah. You think? God well, yeah, because he's, he's well, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> No, that, but that's true though. My it's God like he, he he does he does have like end up having like this God complex. Like this was his world and yeah. he created it. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh boy. I thought Romulus was kind of an asshole at the beginning too. Yeah, like Romulus was like the, the, the scientist the nerd. with the glasses, the Uber nerd, oh. the butterfly, the, the entomologist, the, yes. the, the guy who was doing um, yeah. Pee Wee Herman's role basically. Oh. I, uh, God, yeah. but. You have Kylie Minogue as you one of the Kylie Minogue, the very sensual carrot eater. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Who does <Wow>. that? <laughs> wow. A lot of mixed signals coming from that lady. A lot of mixed signals. She seems... because she was really close with the other lady. Right. In... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, this movie. I don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> I just get angry. Okay, so it flat, and they, you know, then the girls find out that the guys are trapped in the biodome, mm-hmm. and that guy from Better Off Dead, Taylor Negron, Taylor Negron, yeah, amazing. Yes, another wasted, another wasted talent. Taylor Negron, it was awesome. R.I.P. Too soon. Uh, he died. <laughs> yeah, he died a couple years ago. That sucks. Uh, it, the cousin of uh, Chuck Negron, the lead singer of Three Dog Night, whose penis exploded because he was having so much fucking. Wow. Um, but uh, he, another great character actor, <laughs> wasted. Wait. Henry Gibson, wasted. Taylor Negron, wasted. Well, Henry Gibson was William pretty Atherton. old. Yeah. You said waste is in like for the movie. Yeah, for the movie. Yeah. For the oh, movie. Yeah. Like the- yeah. okay. I wouldn't expect him to be alive at this point. Drunk, but yeah. I don't know. Oh, we got, definitely got wasted after seeing this movie. Oh, oh my lord. Boy. Just ugh, bad. But yeah, I, Taylor Nangar, great. And his scenes, half of them, laying down. He's like, listen, if I'm going to do this movie, I'm not moving. <laughs> I'm going to Okay, tell you what. We'll just put you on the couch. You don't have to move. I'm in. Mm. Pay me. Just give and me drinking beer. Of, yeah, uh, drink, yeah, just drink beer. And, just give me a beer yeah. and a box of Cap and Crunch. And some Depends. And some de- so he doesn't have to get up. Depends. Oh. Oh, that was such a waste. I know that. So who was who was Taylor Negron's character? Was, was he a stepdad? It was Momo's either stepdad or Momo's mom's boyfriend. Yeah, I said mom's girlfriend's mom's boyfriend is how I wrote it. Momo's yes. mom's very confusing. Boyfriend. And I, was, I wrote Joey's mom's boyfriend, Cap and Crunch. And they could have made the movie about him. 
They really? could've they could have cut those two losers out and and made Biodome and he got stuck in it and he's the con guy and he's Who's sleeping it. by a barrel of simple green. It, and what the could, giantest vat of simple green <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. What are they doing with all that simple it's green? A, it's, in the sustainable. it's sustainable. Green. Can we talk about I, his op- occupation real quick? It, the Taylor Negron? Yeah. Is he, is he a pizza, pizza guy? He's a pizza, pizza delivery, delivery guy. Okay. Wait, where, that's it, normal at 50. <laughs> well, well, he's a, he's a like, con artist, you know. though, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You get out, you meet people. <laughs> yeah, and that, that, was like a, that was like a weird thing. Well the when, they, when they get out of the biodome, which is one of those, what the fuck? They, they just walk out. And the, just like walk out of the biodome. Yeah. And then order pizza. It's like, <sighs> what is happening in this movie? Like, they didn't, did the... Did the people who made the bike, like Kelly Minogue and Willie Matherton and all that, didn't they know there was a simple exit on this place that they were going to stumble upon? Jeff, and th- I, I just, I was. Jeff, there's no don't, logic in this movie. Don't, no, don't, don't, don't even try to figure it out. Oh my don't lord! But they order a pizza, and then Taylor Negron shows up, and he's a pizza delivery guy. Right. Because of Clinton. What? Because, because of, of Clinton. Clinton. That's right. Who's <laughs> What, 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 did, what did he say about that? Because Roger Clinton, Bill Clinton's brother, is in this movie. No shit. Yes, he's like two lines. He goes up and talks to him out, talks to the girls or so, somebody or Rose McGowan oh, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. That's Roger Clinton. He was like That's the Bill. professor. Yes, the professor. professor. Yeah. That's Roger Clinton. Huh. I don't know. Bill Clinton had a brother. He did. That was hmm. that was his like five minutes when his brother you got elected. Ro- Roger. Blowing was, my mind. Yeah, Roger Clinton like started acting. He was in... Mid nineties, he got a lot. And of, he said, well, yeah. "I'm, I'm going st- to hitch my wagon to the star." <laughs> to Polly Shore. So, so, so they mentioned Bill Clinton in this, or is that Fuck yeah. Bill fucking Clinton? Bill fucking. You Clinton. fucked Bill Clinton. That's what they said. Oh, okay, okay. So then, <laughs> then, then, then there, then there's, then there's Roger, Roger Clinton. <laughs> Boom. Wait, wait. I know it's kind of going off on the Taylor Negron. Tangent. Please, I he's amazing. Need to bring up the making out through the glass scene. Oh boy! As a woman, <laughs> sort of. You know, I've done. Oh, <laughs> hello. My dick is bigger than yours. Oh. Probably. It's, uh, it's quite impressive. The, uh, the, I've done some stupid things mm-hmm. being around men and yeah. men I've been in love with, but yeah. I would never make out with my friend next to me through a pane of glass. With well, this way you won't need a towel to clean up. Afterwards. Oh my god! I think in it was it was a so disturbing. There was a and lot they, they, they really of, like them making making out next to each other. I mean, that seemed to be like they didn't do anything in separate rooms ever. So is yes. it true? I just you know, as men, I mean, I'll just throw it out there. I just assume you're all men. Sort of. No offense, men. No. <laughs> Some of my best friends are men. Um, do you really think that women are just super horny all the time and all you have to do is show up and they're we'll not. be all horny on you? Well, they're obviously not because when they tried to rape those two scientists in uh, in the on the first night in the biodome, Yo, they, yes, they were they they climb in bed and like start like like hooking Color. on like like spooning, spooning and almost like dry humping. Yeah. And what what? So I just presume men in the nineties are oh. like. All ladies are good to go. No bigs. So the glass thing, that's as, actually pretty tame compared to what ladies normally as, as a married man, I know that's not true. <laughs> good one. Good save. You know? But in an ideal world, yes. They're always ready to go. 
Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, and... Uh, I, yeah, I guess kind of rapey scene of them super climbing. Super rapey. Rapey yeah. scene. In the, yeah, there's a rapey movie. Rapey. Yeah. It's super yeah. rapey. It's a super rapey movie. Oh, my God. Because ah! later on, don't they have like a, is it, is it a fantasy or did it actually happen where Kylie Minogue starts like, I, I hope she got paid well to make out with Pauly Shore. Um, like, isn't it like towards the end? Was yes. it a dream? or No, did they... No, they go to make out with him. And oh, God. to the guy's credit, you know, they... They step up and say, "No, we have we have girlfriends." But so. after, <laughs> but let me make out a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but after she totally grabs her ass and like, <laughs> it's my god! Wow, wow! Oh! I mean, Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful guys. Do you think they still hang out? I think I, I think they actually want to make a sequel. That, but th- this movie made money. How much? I think this movie, in the end, after all said and done, it made like 26 million bucks. Shut the fuck up. It, it made well, money. Polly Shore was a pretty known quantity. I mean, he, he just did that act in movie after movie, and people showed up to, to see it. I think this was the I think this is the line that after this one, I, I don't th- I think it's, I, it all just went. I think but, it, was, it was popular in Italy. There must have been. Dome. That's where they made most of the 26 million. Biodome. Dome. 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 Mr. I really think this movie would have been amazing in Italian. Directed by Roberto Benini. You just put Roberto Benini, get rid of those two guys, and it would be just as annoying. Like, I eat a butterfly. It's good. I'll just pull it. And that scene when they're in the entomology or whatever, they're pulling, Stephen Bull's just pulling the bugs off the shelf. It was just. It wasn't like, good. Like they were. Like they were just. They were playing tag. Kids. Yeah, yeah. Jay, it was just like, what is happening? Well, how did they not just get murdered? I mean, you know, <laughs> it's like I don't know what happened. They both drowned in a vat of simple green. I've never seen anything like it. And you're you're done. So they so they they cause a ruckus, and I I don't know what point this is, but then they sequester them in one of the. Uh, like storage rooms or something. Oh, the storage rooms. And then yeah. they and then they climb through the biggest vents I've ever seen in my entire well, it's life. It's biodome. It's a biodome. And then she they find really it's like it's like Die Hard, track. except it's, it's biodome. Right. Well, well, it's the Ad, well, William Atherton <laughs> yeah, connection. Right. Uh, but out to the then they find the junk food. In and where did this junk food come from? Who, who whose junk Thank food you. is yeah. it? Whose stash of junk food? Yeah, is it William Atherton's? Because he was saying we only eat soy and right. blah blah blah. Yeah, they didn't. Basic. They didn't touch on. Who's you know, that was? Why that or why was they there. needed nitrous oxide? Oh God! That damn already it. had the mask attached. A- again, a perfect opportunity to just kill those two <laughs> losers. It's like you know, hey, suck it up, just keep going. I don't know what happened. They they found this nitrous <laughs> and, and they expired. And throughout the and throughout the movie, they always have these flashbacks <laughs> to them as kids with yeah. the farts, with the the farts jumping off a roof, and it seemed like half the lines were like voiceovered and the. The mom is Patty Hearst. Oh boy! And it's and they're just playing like cheap sound effects and music. It, I don't know. Do they really think that they were like the new Martin and Lewis or a new Abbott and Costello or? So I don't. It, they felt like they wanted to go that direction, but it was so two dimensional. It was really hard to. It was really hard to find anything to. I, I couldn't. I, I didn't. I didn't buy it. It's the hair. And like when there was the a, when there was a, the a lull, 
Stephen Baldwin would do something with his hair. The dread Stephen Baldwin. Bedreaded. He dread dreaded his hair. It was only white people know how to dread their hair. I think Stephen Baldwin said he's like, I got my bit, Polly. Polly's like, what's your bit? He's like, I'm gonna run into doors. That's what I'm gonna do. Sherman Tank. It was like nonstop him just finding like a cabinet door or a door that leads outside. I'm gonna run inside. I'm gonna run into it. Bonk. You know, these are 22-year-old, continuously stoned and drunk kids, you know, junior college students. I think that's, I think that's what they do, like, on a daily basis. And how old was Polly Shore, actually? So we looked it up. He was 28. He looks pretty old, though, in that movie. Well, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming forward. He's coming forward, and he dyed it. Um, Stephen Baldwin has the Baldwin hair, so this was fine. But right. they, were, <laughs> so was they that were literally 10 years older. They were playing characters 10 years older than they were actually yeah, yeah. were. But both those guys looked 10 years older than they actually exactly. were. Exactly. Polly Shore looked in his 40s. I oh, think, so. totally. Oh, yeah, it was pretty bad. So they and then they get whisked off. Then, and then they get like uh, sequestered to the desert. Uh, they get pushed off again, and that's like when they escape. As far as a biodome facility, they're... There was like no roof, or it was just a cheesecloth or something in the dead. Like it, it had that appearance from when it was shot from the inside, but from the outside, it looked like a it was fully greenhouse. Closed. Totally, yeah. it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "What is this? This is you're not supposed to get in. It looks like a sparrow could just fly right in there or something." Yes. Why yes. is it a sparrow? I don't know, but it's just, oh, just, just a bird. It just looks so weak and cheap. And they spent a hundred mil on this. Why thing. were they spending a hundred million dollars on this exercise anyway? I didn't well, really so ever get So it was the whole the... thing about the biosphere. So biosphere two was the second venture of trying to see if man could survive in outer space in a self-contained biosphere. So this is like in reality. And it it's a space station miserably. on Earth. It's failed miserably. It was in the Arizona desert. It fails miserably because they didn't account for the levels of oxygen the plants would produce, so they weren't processing the CO2 sufficiently. And so all the carbon dioxide levels like shot up and the oxygen levels were like 14% and everybody was going crazy and like started, there's all this weird infighting and ang- like anger management issues and people were like, like total rage, anger. And then so they just, they nixed the experiment entirely, like left within like a month or two or some, some weird timeline. Okay. And then, then this biosphere was in flux for years until eventually the, I think at University of Arizona or Arizona State bought it. And now they just do little experiments inside of it. But it's an actual thing. And wow. like people were pissed because they were using government money to, to make the whole structure. Bill fucking Clinton. Bill fucking Clinton. And the, the random things that were inside this, so there was a goat yes, in there. and a cow. Which they did not cow. use to make any food and, products. Right. No it was milk. just like there was a no, goat. No. It was a golf no, caddy. Not yeah. going to do that. It was like just Billy, prop so comedy. Billy Goat, so the golf caddy. And shitting and, and farting. And being a golf caddy. And, and carrying golf clubs <laughs> and, for and the boys. And if you, if you miss it, if you blinked, you might have missed it. And a midget. I'm sorry, a little person. Yes, there was a little person. And was that like an ode to the safety dance video? Indeed it was. Oh, okay. Indeed it was. Because they're doing their montage. They're doing their montage because they're trying to rebuild the biodome after Polly. Yes, I remember. Squirrely. Safety dance. Squirrely slash. Yeah. Slash bud. Right. And they, they throw a party in there. A and kegger. They, a kegger, which there's so many people in there, 
And when the actual Biodome team, they realize it, they, they walk <gasps> in, they're like, <laughs> there is literally 400 people in your biodome and, and they, they have had no lights. idea they had those like hollywood swingy spotlights that were like shooting up into the sky it was Listen, insane it was their party. own generator they didn't hear a fucking generator no going. well how did they not notice that homeostasis was down to like four percent at that point i mean <laughs> like is there no other who is staring the ship <laughs> the voiceover comes over and goes this place is going to fucking hell <laughs> The, the Hal voice. Yeah, right, the Hal. Right. What the hell? Uh, Hal. So they, yeah, I, uh, they, uh, so they ruin it, and then they decide, like, no, we're going to, uh, Polly and Steven, they, they're they good people, and they're going to stay, and they're going to rebuild this, even Absolutely. though it cannot be done. And after, they stay. After Joey yells at them, Momo yells at them, while still having her purse on her shoulder while she's cleaning the biodome yes. the next day. Still had her purse on the shoulder. That is dedication to an accessory. Terrible. So they, they again just picking up cans, though. You know, well, that's, that's doing our part for the environment. It's like let's drive out to this party and then we'll we'll collect some cans. To clean. Let's just clean. That's like that's that's like the ex the extent of what they do for the environment. Mm-mm. Yes, absolutely. and they're suckers for it too because they're at that. At that bar, and the guys are like, "Hey, watch this!" Oh yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, are you done with those cans, dude? I've just oh. got to do my part. Yeah, and they're like, they just falling all over themselves Ugh. for those. Because that's how ladies are. Yeah, I, I'll I say that again. Oh, I know dude. that works for me As all the time. They just become soaking wet immediately. Token lady parts. <laughs> right when yeah, a guy comes like, over and says, "You know, oh my God. Hey, can I clean those forties up for you?" Complete THO like, when I see this man getting the way you recycle. Right. Can we talk real quick about the party? Yes, that yes. those guys Please. invited the girls to. Like the next day, it was like the Save the Rainforest party, or one. Of, like it was like another environmental oh, yeah. party. And they're all giving each other like back rubs. It was the back rub oh, line, yeah. right? To the sounds to, of Tenacious D. Tenacious, tenacious D. D. <laughs> yes, like, and that's right. And you see Jack Black in the background, just like whipping his guitar around and like gyrating, like. He was just like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, what? I'll, I'm just. That was do their this. first appearance. It was crazy. Tenacious D's first appearance. Whoa. Yeah. Biodome. Biodome. Let's start with Biodome. Roger Clinton oh, and Tenacious boy. D teaming up <laughs> with Polly Shore. Yeah, that was that was bizarre. And then you, yeah, you just see him in the background, like dancing around. And it's just like I'm gonna make the most of this. I, I've got no direction here. <laughs> I don't here. know when I'll ever have yeah. this chance again. <laughs> so they, so they decide to rebuild this Biodome, and in that time. We did not see one scene of Polly Shore re dyeing his hair throughout the year that he's in there. Hmm. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I don't know. They're have, in there for a year, and it's just that, so stupid. That thing. The my husband calls it a scrotum tickler. Oh, the dirt the, on the, the oh chin. <laughs> the dirt on his chin. Yeah, the the soul uh, patch flavor thing? soul patch. Yeah. yeah, flavor flavor saver type thing. Flavor saver. Uh, yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, so they, but yeah, they, they, so they're in there for a year and well, well, they were going to, they were going to plant some pot. They had, they did, they did, they had, they planted, they had some seeds that they proposed, made a proposal for because it makes hemp, hemp, (laughs) gasoline, I think. 
which they shit. need inside the biodome. You're gonna <laughs> need a lot of fuel. That plant grew pretty tall. It was taller than Polly Shore, I think. Oh God. Bio-dome. Oh my god. And bungee jumping. The bungee jumping. Yes, that was great. The, the extreme totally sport safe. of We're just crazy. But it's so Woo. 90s, man. It oh. just Oh, that was I a hate... very 90s thing to do. <laughs> oh, I hate these guys. I hate this movie. I hate <laughs> Oh god, I hate these guys and I hate this movie. That's where that wraps it up for me. Oh man, it is It is Gilligan's Island. It is it Gilligan's, is Gilligan's Island. Island with no skipper. It's just two Gilligans <laughs> running around. It's a lot of Gilligans. It's a biodome of Gilligans. At least, I, th- I think like Stephen Baldwin was like, the, they wanted the, or maybe both of them wanted to be like the Three Stooges kind of. I think like Stephen Baldwin literally did like a curly. That was, yeah, that was kind of, I'll buy that. What is going on? What do they want to do? Who do they want to be? I do have to say, yes, very much Gilligan's Island, because they tried to blow that place up using coconuts. Yes! Fucking mm. coconuts! Coconut bombs. Well, the of professor, course! The, the professor yeah. made the professor. bombs out of coconuts. <laughs> yes. Bombs out right. of coconuts! <laughs> and then ate his parrot. <laughs> and wore him as a hat. And then ate a parrot! And, and they had a billionaire. I mean, it, it's true. Leaky. Whoa. Yeah. They, they had the billionaire, yeah. yeah. It's true. Momo, Marianne. Or was that Kylie Minogue? She was the redhead, right? She was. She was. With her carrot skills. (laughs) I mean. Did I miss this carrot? I must have missed the carrot scene. What did she do? She said a carrot is a miracle. She and then she kind of she rubs the carrot on her face like. uh, Yeah, did the. Nice. Nice. (laughs) And then and then bites into it, and Polly Shore gets. But this one's for the goat. (laughs) <laughs> Polly Shore is imagining Stephen Baldwin doing that. So, oh. that and some sometimes was this I don't know when this exactly happened if it's towards the end or whatever but the key that so Steve uh, uh, Stephen Baldwin eats the key yes mm-hmm. is that for them not to get out again right was that so so they could rebuild the diamond because they were they're bonding. doing it for their girlfriend yes so what happened to the key. I know it takes they, a month they find to out process at the end. that. Did, did they? Yeah. Well, they don't. They allude to it. So you, he, yeah, he shits it out at some point. And there's like a voiceover saying that. Well, we don't know how Faulkner would have gotten out. And then you see Faulkner running away. So he must have taken the key out of his shit. So he was sorting so, through the, the the waste. The waste. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Because at the credit sequence, uh, Faulkner jumps. Well, Atherton jumps up and then runs away into the desert. Oh, and by that point, I was like. Whatever. What? Peace. I'm out. Is that it? That's it. Is that the end? And then, and then it it it, it ends just as abruptly as it begins, just as annoyingly. They jam the music. So speaking of music, they use that da 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 song. Yes. Yes. Every time Leaky shows up, because he's a scientist who does has money. Oh man! I like the "I Want Candy" song. They played that a couple. Yeah, they right. played that. Well, a, every that time you're well, because that's gonna get it on or try to get it on. I guess. Yeah. It, oh my god. Montages. Oh my god. And the girls, the girls. So this this was a very kind of '80s final maneuver where they're behind the police barricade, and then they come out of the biodome. Yay! We're yeah. out of the biodome. And they run over to him and kiss him and hug him and they're just mouth sound. Oh Jesus! And then, and that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Twenty six million. 
But wait, <laughs> this but thing made who, money. This who thing was made the money. audience for that? Who was the target audience? He, he loved it. He's this a, guy. He just said he loved it as a, as yeah, a I, was, I was 10 when it came out, and like this was one of my favorite movies from like 10 to 14, probably. You didn't even have notes. It's got it. Like, and you knew I, the names. I knew, yeah. I, I literally, I watched it. <laughs> and the lines. This and is I one knew, of his faves. I knew all the lines. As, as it was about to happen, I knew all the lines that were coming down wow. the pike. It was, it was nostalgic for me. Oh my god. I feel very blessed that you suggested this movie to watch for me. <laughs> I'm glad you're happy they saw it because I was ready to ram my head through a fucking wall. Yeah, I know, I was I was like I wanted to have Stephen Baldwin's dreadlocks when I was in middle school. Oh. So so it was like supposedly oh, cool. Yeah, like, well it wasn't well, I mean whatever. Yeah, cool for a twelve year old. Yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well I'll have you know, he won worst on screen hairstyle. For the 1996 Stinker Awards. That's deserved. Was this his audition tape for the Viva Rock Vegas? Could, when he right, played Barney Rubble. Barney Rubble. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, did he just like, listen, I'm not auditioning. Just watch Biodome. I'm perfect. But I have worked in Arizona before. <laughs> yes. I have, I've worked with rocks. <laughs> worked with rocks. I'll show you my desert. Yeah, I, I, I have a lot of experience uh, acting in the desert. So I, I think I'm a shoe in for being Barney Rubble. Polly Shore also won. Worst actor for '96 for Razzie for this one, and it mm. also won worst or sorry most painfully unfunny comedy of 1996. I think those are both well deserved. I mean, Polly Shore was not acting; he was just he was just they walking tried. around. I'm being convinced Shore. they tried in those like him and Stephen Bowe, They gave it their best, but the Polly Shore just kept coming through. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like too a, much wheeze, I'm too much weasel. It's uh, and that and then that crossed into the, the the buy in biodome. Like it just, it didn't work. Ugh. I don't know. It was pretty. He did it. I mean, to he, watch. Yeah. I. <laughs> okay, it's done. Okay. I well, normally at this point in the show, I would ask if you would hire this design professional to mm. work for you. But in this case, we didn't have a design professional, so I changed it up. And the question this time, was this project, the Biodome, a success? So it was initially designed and executed to sustain human life, mm -hmm. the Biodome. <laughs> and then Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin came along. <laughs> <laughs> so hard to keep it serious like pause it as a serious question hmm was the biodome a successful project did it do what it was set out to do did it help um bring about more 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 awareness to the environmental movement do we feel like green design took a step forward with with biodome <laughs> <laughs> you almost got through with the straight face <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? I believe it or not, I think that this project was a success hmm. because it shows that it's easy to tear down our ecosystem and it doesn't take smart people to bring it back. Oh, mm. that's really we're, we're really stupid tearing our ecosystem down, but I guess it doesn't take a lot of brains to actually bring it back up to speed, right? Jeff. Like and Maybe we can be, maybe we can swing during that time, too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You have to keep an open mind and open pants uh, to bring the ecosystem back. I don't know. That's, that's all. 
Andrew, what do you think? I concur. <laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, that's a good point. If if Polly Shore, if Squirrely and Momo and Bud and Jen can bring back a fragile ecosystem, anyone can do it. Do you think you could sell or rent this property? Mm. Like, how would you, if this were on the market, like, do you think it would be a single tenant, or could you push it off for multi-tenant? The failed, ex- the, the failed experiment <laughs> of biodome. I mean, could you imagine the brokers? They're like, this two? is like prime real estate out it's here in the desert. It's a biodome, guys. You, yeah, like, who would not want to lease this property? There's, there's plenty of parking. So the parking's great. The amenities are lacking. There's nothing around there. Although apparently it's well, on there, Taylor Negron's pizza delivery route. So. There might be an exiting issue, too. Might... <laughs> True. <laughs> and no is... bathrooms, apparently. <laughs> there is an exiting issue. There's only one exit address. Fire code. Not met. Well, there's two. There are two. There are two. There's a back door. <laughs> you know who would – I mean, the location's not – let's say the biodome was in the heart of Portland. I feel like a, it would be a good co-working space. Like, we work – Central office, maybe like a Regis. Totally. Would lease it. <laughs> Get some Wi-Fi going. Yeah. You could, do you want to work? Do you want to go have a desk in the rainforest or in the desert? Oh, my god. Oh, I was going to set up a cappuccino cart out in the, the, out in the desert. Yes, in the, I, think, I think Portland would have a, uh, with with all the RVs out there, a biohazard. Yeah. Yeah. hey Zinger. That's, isn't that Lake Rodriguez I did like or whatever? The, uh, Valdez Lake. <laughs> I like the uh, nicely appointed conference room that they seem to have all their meetings and meals in. It was very, Beautiful. very 1996 corporate boardroom. I feel like yeah, the panels. They must have yeah. done that at the film production office. Just oh, just shoot it here. We'll right. just shoot just, that here. Just, oh yeah, yes. I feel like Karen or Sabine probably designed that space like 21 years ago. <laughs> more, more maple. <laughs> we need more honey maple. <laughs> more purple, please. Very popular finish. I know. <laughs> A lot of maple. A lot of light Vince, maple. do you think that this was? <laughs> I think it was a success in its failure. It, it, it was a colossal failure in my eyes, and it just was a success in showing people that you don't need stupid-ass technology to fix things. You just need to not a lot of cigarette butts. Dumbass. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I hated this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have we mentioned the Rotten Tomatoes rating yet? Oh, oh yeah, tomatoes. five percent. That's that high. You get that five, high. you get for five percent for putting the title of your movie. No, there are people that get zero. Zero, really. There are movies that get zero. Uh, How did this I mean, movie five not per- get a zero? Well, it's it just it could be one out of twenty of the critics said nostalgic. yes, it was a good right. Hmm. Was there, a good was a, yeah. there was one there was a nostalgic, nostalgic <laughs> Andrew out there that said, "I saw this movie when I was 10. And, and everyone who hated it just didn't show up or bother to say how horrible it was. I said, if it were in Italian and called Biodome, it would be amazing. Well, the, the orgies would be acceptable, too. Oh, we, we, need to start, we need to start a sex club and call it the Biodome. <laughs> oh, God. Put the hyphen after the I instead oh, of the O. Oh, Jesus. Oh, absolutely. The, and oh. O would be O-H. Oh, oh God. B-I hyphen O-H hyphen dome. Is this when I get the taser out? Yeah. I'm getting a chubby. Oh, <laughs> All right. So it's impressive. I'm s- sitting over here and I can see it. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we have uh, one last segment called Alive or Dead. Get ready for it. So this is when I, uh, I'll give you the name of a 
and don't be looking at my sheet now, Mr. Vince. I can't read Uh, that far. Okay, so I give you the name of an actor, actress, designer, architect. You tell me if they are alive or are they dead. See. Get ready for it. Vincent J. Galea, William Atherton, alive or dead? Oh, I hope he's still alive. Andrew, William Atherton, alive or dead? Dead. Hmm. Alive. William Atherton is alive at 70 years old. Jamie Farr. <laughs> Jeff. Jamie Farr, yeah. alive or dead? I, I'm i going to say he's alive. I mean, Clinger. I don't know who Jamie Farr is. Oh, I'm sorry. He was a Clinger on MASH. Uh, he wore wow. a dress. What MASH was like in the 60s, wasn't it? 70s, yes. 70s, 70s and 80s. Roberta. <laughs> he was 10 when Biodome came out. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Put it in perspective. All right. We'll just take that one off the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, Jamie Farr is still alive at 83. Fear not. <laughs> All right. Him. Henry Gibson, who played William Leakey in Biodome. Is Leakey. he alive or dead? Vincent. I'm going to say dead. Okay. Just looking at his advanced age in this movie. His advanced wig? Yes. There was a, there <laughs> he was had a wig, gl- though, since laughing. I think. It was a glorious wig. I'm going to say alive. I'm going to say uh, he's dead. He is very dead. He died mm. September 14th, 2009. This movie killed him. It I did. I think it did. It was, it was the beginning of the end. It was a slow kill, 13 years. Oh, boy. <laughs> but it did it. It finally got to him. All right, Starkitect, I am Pei. Is he alive or dead? He is an architect. Uh, Stark, who you ask? Yeah, uh, I'll ask you, Jeff. I, I am Pei? I am Pei. I'm not going to pay you anything. Um, I'm, I'm going to say he's dead. I don't know who that is. Isn't he like the most famous architect in the world? I have no he idea. Is a, he is a famous architect, for sure. Alive or dead, mm. I am Pei. Alive. Uh, alive. What the hell? He is alive at 100 years old. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Way to go. Has he seen Biodome? <laughs> because <laughs> I guarantee in 13 years, <laughs> Mr. Pay, don't see it because <laughs> it may kill you. Yeah. It's more in the style of Richard Meyer. Um, Eileen Gray. So Eileen Gray is the first person who was noted to be an interior designer and brought about the surface in a professional sense. So she charged 200 bucks a pop. Indeed. For at least an hour. An hour. Vince Scalia, Elaine Gray, alive or dead? Uh, Well, this is a guess, but alive. Andrew? Dead. I'm going to pretend that you said Aaron Gray from Silver Spoons and uh, Buck Rogers, right? I'm going to say she's alive. Andrew is correct. She is dead. She died Halloween 1976. And everybody tied. Two points each. Tiebreaker? Tiebreaker. No. All right. Jamie Farr. Jamie Farr. We love you, Klinger. We love you. No tiebreaker. We love you. I can't say this. Polly Shore's career is definitely dead. Oh. You tried. Uh, you tried. You can only store. do funny shtick for so long. He's still he's still he's still living off of Mitzi, his mom. And At the comedy dead. store? Yeah. He had a great he documentary. Just, yeah, he just did a doc. Um Polly Shore is dead. I highly recommend watching that. I think they talk about his friend Sam Kinnison. Did, 
he never really moved on from that act, though, did he? No. Sort of not. Uh, I mean, he's doing fine. Bob Goldthwait moved on to other things. To I am so a high a high right level now. of success. I know, but uh, at yeah, least he's, he's he has... doing good. He's they're they're hey, they're making a living. Yeah. Hey, Paulie Shore. Hey, he accomplished ninety. He accomplished more than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of stand up comedians and actors has. You well, know, regardless made... of where he's at now, he already gets so. He he won. And he made totally. a boatload of money yeah, in those the years, guys, I he, guess. He, he's, so. he's, he's doing okay. Totally. He's doing okay. Who am I to say he did it wrong? Now, Stephen Baldwin. We know who he is, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We curse we're, his name. We're talking about him in Jeff's basement. <laughs> <laughs> right. Look, look who's winning now. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. Uh, well, that's really it. That's the show. I want to thank everybody for listening. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Vincent. Especially thank you, Starkitect, Andrew Rosengarten. Thank you, Tom, for wearing headphones and being great. And that's the show. What's the movie for next time? Oh, shoot. You always I that. always forget. You always I forget. Know. Beep, boop. I guess because I just wanted to be done. Uh, next next uh, session, we are doing something, mixing it up a little. It's called TV A&D. So if we're going to be looking at... A classic called The Brady Bunch, where we follow the career of Starkitect Mike Brady. We'll be watching three select episodes highlighting his career and critiquing his professionalism. Perfect. How he balances his work life. And how much he uses wood in all his uh, designs. Anyways, okay. <laughs> all right, that's it. David Ferrer. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bye. Starkitects is a Pinzac production. Executive producers, Roberta Pennington and Jeff Walensky. Logo by Claire Schatzel. Technical direction by Tom Navarez. Music by Better is the Enemy. The reviewers today were Vince Galea, Jeff Walensky, and Roberta Pennington. Your Starkitect, Andrew Rosengarten. Opinions of the show are solely those of the reviewers and not intended to be followed as professional advice or service. Me, I'm Eliza Allen, and I'm done.